0: Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS.
1: I'm Benedict, And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on by returning things to Costco. Today is September 15th, and I am feeling like I need some margin.
0: This is episode number 58, and I'm stressed out. Okay double
1: negative week <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were we, we we hit record a little late because you're waiting on a, re, a deploy to yeah a a, a hot fix deploy oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, this
0: has been a day i mean it's afternoon for me right now um, mm-hmm. and i figured it's a good idea to um start well, well. To step back a little bit, we rolled out uh, the new um, condition builder today and the new structure and whatever, mm-hmm. like all the stuff I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Yep. And I figured it's a good idea to start early today because uh, then most of our customers are still asleep. Um, which kind of worked out um, because I ran into some problems that only showed up once the code hit production. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So all that testing well I'm not saying it was for nothing, but like this particular issue would only show up in production. And I had to debug it in production and it Just was like a little CEO bit based. of a nightmare. Oh man,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I were you able to were you able to see see immediately what was going on? Or uh no. I, it it was like
0: I deployed like I deployed everything. Um mm-hmm. And then it was a UI issue, so it was in the front-end code. And like um, when you add a filter to a page, the, the component would just not show up. Instead, you'd get an error message in the console, and, well, nothing would happen. Yeah. And, um, of course, I tested yeah. it locally. I even connected the local, local build of the front-end to the production back-end, yep. just to be sure, like, maybe there's something wrong with the back-end. And locally it worked, but on production it did not. And it took me about an hour or so to figure out it was because of minification. I was <laughs> going to ask, is <laughs> it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So part of like part of the new thing is it's using a lot of classes and stuff like that, and it basically infers the uh, the components to render from the class name, and when the minifier Mm-hmm. process, the script, it basically replaced all the class names with mm-hmm. shorter ones, like N or yeah. A5. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then the entire lookup didn't work anymore. So um, yeah, it just didn't work. And uh, now I just disabled that particular feature in the minifier and it's working. Nice. So <laughs> uh, one more thing to del- to add to 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 add to the list uh, of things to look out for before the production deploy. Mm-hmm. This was Nothing I had on my radar whatsoever.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you so? Are you? uh I mean, is your goal to to re-enable that piece of minification? Like, does it make that big of a difference in performance, or it's like, ah, no let's just disable that and keep moving? Yeah.
0: I, yeah. Okay. I just disabled it. I'm. I have. Well, it probably would be worth looking into it, but it was. It also makes the code a lot more difficult to work with. Okay. Because, like, right, right now it's just a hierarchy of classes, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of smart in it in their own regard. But, uh, that like a lot of that relies on the uh, on the name being what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I think it's probably it probably also doesn't hurt to have those in production because yeah it took me an hour to figure out what was going on because the error message didn't make any sense That's right <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel that blah
0: on i is uh, yeah null. Yeah. like no like yeah not uh, <laughs> helpful <laughs> yeah what what's that <laughs> so yeah um now it's working um and um things are good but it was a little bit more stressful than i anticipated <laughs> <laughs> What about you? You need more margin. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like I need more margin. I need more margin in time, in uh, money, <laughs> in yeah, just patience. Like, I just feel like I am running. Yeah, I just feel like I'm running really thin. Um, and so it it, it for sure feels. I mean, it feels seasonal. It doesn't feel like. You know, this is a, a permanent, you know, this, none of this is working, you know, kind of a, kind of a feeling um, so much as I'm having a, I I'm I realize I'm having a hard time thinking creatively and feeling productive because so much of my mental energy is, is just going towards, you know, low level stress and anxiety, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah um and it's it's just really hard to be creative when you feel uh i mean afraid or scared like or or anxious um and so and i mean you know to keep things in perspective like of course there's nothing actually to be you know completely scared like quote scared of in the you know caveman in a in a cave afraid of saber-toothed tigers kind of a thing that my body is doing to me um but uh but that is you know the internal like feeling of Mm -hmm. you know saving for college need to replace a car try trying to figure out this business you know um and so i'm just i i it just kind of occurred to me that that would that would be that is something I just need to sort out is how to how to build up a little bit of how to create some margin. I really, I really, really, really do not want the answer to be, you know, full time employment. I just don't, <laughs> um, <laughs> and because uh, that's I mean that's the most obvious that that's you know one one obvious mm. thing, but um. But there's there's a there's a part of me that thinks you know maybe the best thing I can do for for headlamp is to um, take take a little bit of time to refocus on my consulting positioning and and sales outreach which I've just completely put off to the side like I'm not giving that any thought at all I'm just going right back to you know this anger client. You know what I mean, and just letting mm-hmm. that letting that run, and not thinking at all about my consulting pipeline or any of that. Um. So yeah, so that's that's why I'm feeling, uh, just yeah, th- thin thin on margin, and can feel it having a creative, and unproductive influence on my primary goal, headlamp. So. Yeah. That's boy, that felt good to just vomit all that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It feels like
0: we we had this conversation earlier this year. Yeah. At least a very similar yeah. one. We did. Um mm-hmm. and then you but your answer back then was, Hey, I'm looking for a full time job. And
1: now you're like, yeah. I'm definitely not looking for a full-time I, job. <laughs> I don't I I I I do actually in a sense think that at the at the time that could have been a good, like that could have been the right solution. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for sure, had I landed one of those full-time jobs and, you know, a pandemic not hit, then I would probably be feeling a little bit better about how much, you know, margin I've got in, uh, right now. Um, but t- today I think that would just end up being like a step not necessarily even backwards, but just a a lateral step that doesn't really get me that much further. Mm -hmm. I really, I really feel like what I, what strategically, what I need to figure out how to do is offer these sorts of these meaning um, employee engagement around remote employees and, you know, mental wellness, you know, connection etc etc the things that headlamp wants to do as a product figure out how to offer those sorts of insights as a consultant or as a you know digital strategist product strategist whatever so that headspace wise i kind of stay in the same place throughout the week um and i think that that would that would just help me build some momentum, stay in the same headspace and still, and still pay the mortgage. Um, so yeah, I need to to get some, I mean, I can connect that actually to one of my, my, you know, I, so, so that's to say I felt very unproductive code wise at the end of last week. Like I didn't get anything done that I said that I told you I would get done. Like the, Mm -hmm. the marketing side and adding like, onboarding stuff to the demo, like literally zero of that got done. Um, I had a lot of, I was doing a lot of client work, but I did have two really good conversations. Um, so I'd, I'd mentioned before, you know, I have two friends who are like senior VP of sales and VP of sales and marketing at upmarket companies, um, Huge, like average account size of a quarter million dollars and their target customers, 5,000. Employees like not even fair to call them competition. They're just way up market. Um, I was just kind of talking, you know, showing them around headlamp and uh, getting their getting their feedback. They'd seen it before, um, and each each said the same thing that they're seeing um, in their uh, you know in their sales and, and everything, which is that yeah, most of the products are overbuilt and overpriced. And so, um, that is what they, you know, continue to see. And, uh, so that was pretty encouraging. Um, the discouraging part was neither of them could really put their finger on. And here is where the disruptive, you know, this is what the disruptive feature set looks like. Each of them were like, you know, I'm not really sure it would, um, definitely we get a bunch of pushback that things are overpriced right now because the market and the products are over-mature. Um, so that was really, really encouraging. One of them in particular, it seems like there could be a, um, a, an opportunity for us to work together on the strategy side. Like there's no risk to mm-hmm. them at all that I am going to, you know, use any sort of insight, like, let's do some market research and customer discovery together. And then, ha ha, you know, Brian Ray, one man team you know, takes a bite out of there. Like that's just not even on the radar. And so there's a win-win where, um, you know, they're trying to figure out how to, how to do something interesting and different in the market. So am I, can we, can we work together? Um, So that's, that could be really, really interesting and a huge win for me Um, in terms of, you know, being able to just stay in the same headspace uh, all week long. So that's, it felt, it felt good in that sense, but, um, you know, uh, yeah, like hard, hard productive code deploys, like nothing. Um, so that's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a
0: constant struggle, especially as a solo, as a solo founder, Mm -hmm. you (laughs) just, well, if you'd be in the code every week the entire time then you'd probably do something wrong so i guess it's fine you have like weeks we're not not productive on the code side of things but making progress on the business development side of things so yeah
1: that's totally totally okay yeah yeah that's how it felt how about you what's uh what's happening
0: um yeah so the deploy was um, the major thing in the last couple of days um i'm glad that's that's been dealt with. Hopefully, yeah, no more issues. <laughs> um, we are also working on um, landing pages for um, the the paid ads. Yeah, um, because right now, I, I, except for one or two campaigns, they are all just redirecting people to the to the homepage. Okay, and there's a little bit of a disconnect in terms of the messaging and the, the visuals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So Asia suggested that we create dedicated landing pages for at least most of the campaigns that kind of continue what's, what's been said and yeah, right. uh, repeat right. that on the landing page, have a visual, like the same visuals yeah. and, and
1: images and stuff like that. The, connects the journey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Connect the journey and then also have like a more focused landing page that mm-hmm. basically hammers this one point that the ad yep. was about. Um, so we're working on that last week um, Asia was kind enough to write all the copy for the for the, for the first page um, and uh, Jane worked on a design last week and um, we had to create a couple of new visuals and sections for the for the website but we built those out on Friday uh, did some tweaking yesterday and today we, we were able to deploy the first version.
1: Um, so yeah, let's see how, how that works. Um how I still have to link it up. Yeah. How how many how many different campaigns or how many different landing pages total are you talking?
0: Uh right now we only have one dedicated landing page, but this was basically the the first one to get the infrastructure in place, figure out yeah. what we want to do design-wise, and get like the missing Missing components for the website in place, and mm-hmm. based on that, the plan is to churn out more more landing it, pages for the for the
1: various campaigns. Yeah, and how so? How many? I'm just I'm just curious, like if if somebody wanted to follow that approach, like how many yeah, uh,
0: I'm I'm not entirely sure how many campaigns are running in parallel exactly, but it, it's at least seven or eight. Uh, okay, all right, cool. On each okay. like on each platform, the, I know there are a couple of versions different visual versions and, and copy versions on, on Facebook. And I think um yeah. Yeah, it's mostly for Facebook because on uh, on Google it's um there are no visuals so <laughs> it's not that <laughs> yeah. big of a deal. Right. Um so yeah we'll see how, how it goes. Um I think we'll we we'll start using them tomorrow or so. Um and hopefully conversion rates will be much better on those pages. Um, overall, what's encouraging, for some reason, last week we got a lot of new trials, um, like several new trials per day, uh, which nice. is a new thing. <laughs> this, except for like major launches, this has not happened in the past, at least not in the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was exciting. Um, I don't have a good explanation to to why like only a small fraction of those signups are actually from paid ads. Um, but like organic traffic is up and uh, trials are up, uh, so I'm I'm not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll figure out what what exactly is going on. But uh, mm-hmm. something's picking up, and it it might very well be just like. Being, it being September everyone's back from vacation mm. getting back to work or something like that I mean who knows so your your organic traffic
1: is up yeah organic uh, traffic is up as well and any and but but no idea like oh it's because we bumped up on a particular keyword that drives traffic or yeah like no. Google <laughs> analytics isn't
0: isn't showing anything anything significant like that there's some keyword that just suddenly performs better than others like it's just well organic traffic without without a campaign attached to it without a keyword attached to it (laughs) just more traffic overall Uh, so who knows (laughs) (laughs) great (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it might be as well that i'm just not seeing something that's mm-hmm. right there in the data but uh, mm-hmm. i wasn't able to figure out a a, a well, source of this yeah um, well, hopefully
1: the, hopefully the trend continues and let us know if yeah could, uh, uh, i'm not i am definitely not complaining.
0: yeah and i also hope like most of those trials convert um fingers crossed there um mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's uh, the exciting stuff that happened last week um we also upgraded the production database last week because um, while running the validations um, for the for the new uh, filters and and stuff like that, I noticed that some like evaluating some of the segments in our application took like three hours or so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, first, uh, first of course, they went in there and used um, that opportunity of having slow queries to. Yeah, figure out like how yeah. can we improve the database structure what's what are the missing indexes uh indexes that we still have to add and was able to improve things by forex so um didn't quite take that long anymore but it's still super slow so we decided oh, wow. to yeah. to upgrade the database once again i think the last upgrade happened sometime earlier this year i should probably check but um yeah we outgrew our current uh, database plan again. And now things are significantly faster. Like okay. uh, everything, like even the slow segments uh, are evaluated within one or two minutes instead of okay. three uh, to four hours. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's much, much better again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a, um, it's a little bit of uh well, it's causing me some anxiety, I guess. Uh, database. Hefty expense, hefty expense, okay. and right now it's yeah. about ten percent of our revenue mm-hmm. that's just going to the database. Yeah, and admittedly, we're still like we are still on Heroku Postgres, so it's um, mm-hmm. admittedly a very cheap, uh, a very yeah. expensive option. There are yeah, cheaper right. ones out there, but it also comes with all the the management, monitoring, mm-hmm. all of it, and it's just very, very hands off right now, which mm-hmm. I also appreciate. And, um, I looked into alternatives, but it would only cost um, uh, cut the expenses in half somewhat, but add a lot of more work. And it's still at a scale where it doesn't make a lot of sense to to make the switch. It's yes, right. it's painful, but right. unless we are saving several thousand dollars per month, I don't think it makes a lot of sense to switch to
1: something. That requires more work. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at least so. right now, like it's a, at it's least right a known. Now. Yeah, it's a known issue. You know that. You yeah. Know, yeah, years down the road, you don't want your database to be costing ten percent of your revenue. Yeah, but there are alternatives and options, and at some point down the road, the trade-off will make sense. And right now, it doesn't. It seems like a fair. Yeah. 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 Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's always a little bit painful upgrading the database. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm not really adding any value. It's just <laughs> it just doesn't suck as much as before, uh, so it's yeah. Um, but I mean, that's how it is. We're growing, so we're, the database
1: has to grow as well. Yeah. What? Uh. I mean, so g- go into a little bit of detail on that. Um. Before, when it was taking three to four hours, and now when it takes one minute, what? What is the um, what's the, what is the impact of that on the the customer? Like, what do they notice or not notice, or what do you notice or not notice? Um, the good thing about that part is the
0: customer doesn't really notice, at mm-hmm. least uh, for the most part. Um, when there when there's one of those heavy queries running, um, mm-hmm. of course the entire database is, is slower, so you might notice that, like the user list might load a little bit slower than usually. Yes. But like, there's nothing user-facing that takes several hours to load. That's right. Right. That's at at least that's a good part. But um, I mean, it's still it's still a process that's running in the background and that's uh, taking up resources. Mm -hmm. So the faster it runs, the better. And also, I mean, yeah, updating the segment takes when it takes three hours, it might take well users might join a segment 3 hours later than they would with a okay. with a faster query which usually isn't a big problem but i mean
1: yeah faster faster is always better <laughs> sure sure so in in reality as a as a userless customer i could try to build a a segment um, and meanwhile a user has done something on my in in my application and because that process takes 4 hours I might be looking at I might be looking at results that are out of date that are is that like how the user might see it? like what's the what's the problem with just letting it run for four hours in the middle of the night? Um, this is mostly related to stuff that's time based. So we <laughs> have uh,
0: the ability to to uh, add people to segments or remove people for segments. When they did something within the last yes. couple of days or something yes. like that. Got it. Okay. So once a day we basically check that for all your users in yeah. in in your account to see if like because of the oh, conditions wow. on the segment, has someone does someone have to move into the segment or move out of the segment? And that's yeah. the part that takes long. If they do something in your app and uh, basically you send new data, we just evaluate the segment, like all the segments for this particular user. And that's a much faster operation. So as long as there's activity, those updates get yeah, populated very quickly. But checking all your segments against all your users, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the expensive cool. part. Okay. Yep. So yeah. that,
1: Thanks, man. I was just <laughs> <laughs> that explains. Yeah. It.
0: Um yeah, but that's that's uh, that's what happened last week. I think there wasn't anything else that's super exciting. Um yeah
1: all right any anything for the upcoming week
0: um i will be on vacation soon but i think i think i will be able I we're having a vacation from next monday but my plan is to record at least the next episode with you uh to recap on this week and then i'll be i'll be off for a while uh going doing
1: some hiking nice uh, like a couple of consecutive weeks
0: Uh, yeah, like we have vacation like three week vacation planned, but we will be away from home for like ten days or so. Okay. Rest of the time we will at least be at home. And I have a feeling I might work a little bit, but
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, I try to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, good. Good for you. That'll be some good time. You're gonna be completely disconnected off the grid or well. I don't think we're
0: in a phase where I'm allowed to go off the grid entirely. Yeah. I, was, I was asking. Uh, I'm curious <laughs> what, what the plan was. Uh, I, I feel like that that phase of my life is still a few years out, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But one of the reasons why I wanted to deploy this this change today and not later this week was uh, to have some margin there. So any mm-hmm. problems that Will come yeah. up. Will come up this week and not Give next time week. Like yeah, and uh, hopefully when I leave, things will will be in a stable condition. So it's okay to not be,
1: not be there all the time. Uh, so okay. yeah, great. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll uh, I'll look forward to talking to you next week, and then I'll I'll line up some uh, some guests for the for the following. Yeah, sounds good. All right, man. Good to good to catch up. Talk <laughs> next week. Have a good one.
0: All right.